0: Copyrighted program so created by Rio Grande. Portland Police calling all cards, catching all cards. Broadcast 299 regarding about a murder. Be on the lookout for a man known as Jet Five Jack. Height five feet nine inches, he weighs about 175 pounds. This man is armed and dangerous. That's all. Rose and The tremendous acclaim that exceeded Rio Grande's new black gasoline is evidenced by the thousands of comments made to our dealers and by the many letters written to us. Letters from intelligent buyers or flutes of commercial automobiles and such. Letters that back up the great acclaim made for this new, totally different gasoline by your city, county, and federal law enforcement agencies. Here's what Mr. O.W. Hollingsworth of Coastline Line Trust Service Incorporated Los Angeles said. We use your crack gasoline almost without exception, and we honestly believe it's the best performance gasoline on the coast today. Mr. A. C. Pritchett of the American Transfer and Storage Company of Fresno, in changing over to the new Rio Grande crack gasoline, our records show a marked difference in performance. On one particular run, we now use an average of seventy gallons of gasoline compared to seventy-eight gallons. Of the old style gasoline on this same hall, Mister John W. Bristol of Atlanta, the Glendale Wholesale meat and Provision Company states, "I've had occasion to use most of the leading brands of gasoline in my fleet of trucks, but I sincerely believe your gasoline is absolutely the finest I've ever used. I can hardly endorse it to any and all fleet owners. Just try for yourself the most highly endorsed gasoline ever sold in the West." and you'll we'll return again and again to the red and white Rio granted station for the gasoline that is first in public service and should be first in yours. The story we are to hear tonight has been taken from the confidential files of the police department of the city of Portland, Oregon. We have therefore asked Chief of Police Harry M. Niles to tell a foreword to our program. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. A sensational crime is often followed by an outbreak of similar crimes. A certain type of criminal, usually illiterate, always vicious, face the facts of such cases as his inspiration, and then devises plans to commit similar crimes, hoping to avoid the mistakes the original criminal makes. He is stupid in that, for the original features of a crime are often suppressed by officials in order to force just such tricks on the part of the criminal. Such an outbreak occurred immediately following the arrest of Eddie Worden, known as Eddie the Hawthorne. Five days later, there began a series of crimes similar to that of word, But once again, the criminal learned that the first mistake a criminal makes is to begin a life of crime. We shall learn as our program progresses how one man learned this to his sorrow. the shadows of late afternoon were beginning to edge their ways over the rooftops of Portland Oregon and to settle into the streets below. Through their lowering gloom, a young man, with hardened features part of the concealment of the turned-down brim of his slouch hat, moved furtively along the sidewalk of one of the city's less prosperous business sections. He stopped in front of a second-hand store owned by Morris Valenstein, threw a last cautious glance up and down the street and turned towards the doorway. Good afternoon, sir. I can do something for you, maybe. Yeah. Here, yeah, you can do something for me. Whatever it is you want. If I got it in stock, you can get it the best, mister. If I ain't got it in stock, well, I can get it for you anyhow. Don't worry. You got what I'm looking for in your place over at? Sure. I wouldn't doubt it. All you got to do is tell me what you want. If it's closed, I got bargains that will surprise you. All good material. And this week, I special price and over. And uh, I ain't looking for no new duds. Let me see one of them. Yes. Let me see one of them suitcases you got piled up on them shelves at the back of the store. Oh, it's a suitcase you have I just got to see. Okay, okay, cross some of them down for me. I'll come along, I'll show you. I got one back here, you couldn't be anywhere for the price. All the durable. Level. Yeah, yeah. As I'm getting at uh dark, hey, I'll turn on the light so you can see better. Oh, uh, never mind that, I don't want no light on, see? Turn want the light, so you? you can see Well, them. uh, the electric lights bother my eyes. Oh, that's too bad. Maybe you should be seeing an eye doctor. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Anyway, you could carry the most nice up front by the door. There's plenty of light there to see. Now, here's just a suitcase for a young fellow like you. Classy looking, plenty of slow space, and almost like brand new. Yeah, yeah, it looks all right, but uh, I'd rather see that big one up there in the corner. The one on the top shelf. The black one, you mean? Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Sure, I could make you a good price on that suitcase. A very well, i bring over the step last. Sure, take your time, it's all right. Go ahead now, uh, would you mind to hold the ladder for me while I climb up? Huh? One time it slipped and I was for ten days in bed. Oh, okay, sure, I'll hold it. Thanks. I'll have the suitcase for you in two days. Oh, yeah? That's what you do. Oh. Yeah. cold. Never know what hit it. Now, where's that cash for? Ah, here we are. Wow. Well, not bad, not bad. <laughs> and just like taking candy with my baby... What a dumb cluck I was not to think of this angle before.
1: Uh Uh-oh,
0: coming out of it. Okay, dope. Here's a piece of gas pipe you can keep to remember me by. Come in. Is for me, Chief? Oh, yes, yeah, yes, Captain. Come in and sit down. Yes, sir. Any developments yet on that Morris Zelinsky plugging? I'm afraid not, Chief. So far, the boys haven't been able to turn up a single clue.
1: Uh-huh.
0: They've checked both that piece of gas pipe and the newspaper to draft in for fingerprints, but no game. Uh-huh. That's not so good. No, sir. That thug plan that Will Clarity. The fact that he lured Zelinsky into a dark corner in the rear of the store... Away from the door on the show windows demonstrates that. Yes, sir. That and the fact that he didn't leave us a clue to work on. Have you had a report on Zelensky's condition? The doctors at the receiving hospital say it's critical. His skull was fractured, and they seem to think his brain might be injured. I see. If he lives, I doubt he'll ever completely regain his sanity. Well, if that's the case, there's not much hope of Zelensky being able to give us a description of the man who served him. Doesn't look like it. We've got to get that slugger. If we don't, well, I'm afraid that there will be more victims. That's true. I want you to detail four plain clues in the job party. Get them up into to the north end as soon as you can. There aren't any special instructions. they have to think and act for themselves. Yeah. Yes, and another thing. Yes, sir. I'll make it plain to your men that we can't afford to let that slugger strike again. Because the next time, it may be a case for the homicide squad. <laughs> Began the almost hopeless task of tracking down a criminal who had left no clue. A man whose name and description were unknown to the police. A vicious cub cunning enough to cover his trail and bold enough to walk the streets without fear of arrest. then, on the day following the slugging of Morris Zelensky, a stranger walked into a saloon that was situated within a block of the scene of the crime. Hey, hey, park, How about a little service? Okay, coming right up. Boy, oh boy, if i got a hangover from right there. Yeah? Well, I suppose the fellow's got a picture now, then. What'll it be? Uh, give me a shot of whiskey. What a special kind? You want bourbon or what? No, no, a shot of your bar right isn't it? All right, with <laughs> it. Oh, boy. Hey, that first drink on the morning after sure goes down hard, right, don't I? <laughs> yeah? But I'm a diehard. Go ahead, pour me another one. Okay. That one went down a little easier. Hey you uh, Maybe when those drinks start to take hold, they'll begin to feel more like a human again. You must have been on a bend yeah, I was. And boy, did I spend a lot of dough. You did, uh I'll say I did. But well, what do I care? There's plenty more dough where that came from. <laughs> You're lucky. I wish I could say that sometimes. Pull it up again? Huh? Oh, sure, sure. Even after last night, I still got some of my bankroll left. Yep. He's looking at you. Speaking of bankrolls, uh, see the morning papers? Nah, nah, when I got up this morning I felt too terrible to even think about reading in a newspaper. Some guy dragged himself off a nice little piece of change yesterday afternoon. Yeah. Only a block from here. How? He uh slugs Mars Zelensky, a fellow who runs a second hand store down the ways, and cleaned out the cash drawer. Oh, him, huh? Yeah, hit him over the head with a piece of gas pipe. The guy carried the pipe rolled up in a newspaper. So it wouldn't affect Tenton, I guess. Well, that's one way of getting done. Yeah, but only a rat would pull something like that. Oh, yeah? Well, Mars is in the hospital with a fractured skull. They're not even sure he'll live. Well, oh, now, ain't that too bad. There it is. Uh, how much did the guy get, you know? No, nah, paper didn't say. Looks like they got to have the Portland Police Department out looking for him, though. Nah, Look at him. Him, dumb cop. Can't catch nobody. Say, you uh, haven't got a paper yet, have you? Sure, somewhere. You want to look at it? Yeah. Yeah. Hey. And, uh, that is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Morris Zalinski, proprietor of a store located at 3rd and Couch Street. He's in a critical condition at the Murphy Hospital. The result of being slugged by an unknown fan at Lake Motive of Motivated was robbered, but the only case that discovers that place is a gas by the gas parking is by Zalinski's sailor. There's a weapon in the newspaper in the support of that? She was found unconscious in the rear of the store by a friend Robert Bloomfield, who has since posted a reward of $100. Hey, to hey, uh, I'd like to get that reward, huh? Hey, who is this guy Robert Bloomfield? What's the idea of him buttoning into this thing? He's an old friend of Morris's. He runs a second-hand store, too, over on 2nd Street, just a block away from Morris's place. Well, no, ain't that simple? So this guy Bloomfield runs a second-hand store, too, doesn't he? Yeah. Over on 2nd Street, huh? That's right. Well, and you can afford that reward easy, too. Old man Bloomfield's worth plenty. Oh, uh, yeah? Uh, you know, everybody around here knows that. He's been in the business in this neighborhood for years. You want another shot? Yeah. Oh, no, no, not right now. I just remembered there's an errand I got to do. Oh, say. Yeah? You mind if I take this newspaper? No, go ahead. I'm all through with it. Thanks. I'll see you later. Robert Bloomfield, huh? That's huh? <laughs> you even more. Well, I'm afraid I don't understand. You're Robert rather ain't you? Yeah? Well, I seen the papers this morning that you was offering a reward for information about the guy who slugged Morris Alinsky. You know something about that crime? Know something. I'll say I know something about it. Well, have you told the police what you know? Of course not. Why should I? Especially after I seen you was offering a reward. Oh. Then you know who did this awful thing to my friend. Well, why else do you suppose I'm here talking to you? All right. And suppose you tell me everything you know about this hiker? Not so fast, brother. Not so fast. There's a little matter of a reward connected with it, you know. Suppose you show me the color of your dough first. Oh, the hundred dollars reward. What do you think I'm talking about? But I don't keep so much money here in my store. No. Besides, how do I know you're telling me the truth? you'll know it all right when I get through talking. What do you keep your dough money here? In the bank, of course. Oh. Well, if you called up the bank, they'd send $100 over here to you, wouldn't they? Yes, I suppose they would, but I have no intention of doing anything of the sort. When the men who beat up Mortis Lewinsky over their head is arrested, then I'll gladly pay the reward. Oh, I get it. You're playing safe, huh? Well, you've got some money here, haven't you? How about a little on account? There is just enough money in the register to take care of the ordinary transactions of the store, and I don't intend to use it for any other purpose. However, if you are sincere, and if you have a straightforward story to tell me in connection with the robbery and injury to my friend, I'm sure we can reach some agreement which will be satisfactory. Okay, okay, skip it, skip it. Come on, in the back of the store, I'll tell you who slugged Morris Zelinsky. In the back of the store? But why there? It was in the back of the store, did Yeah, you... yeah, yeah, I know all that. I don't want to get out from in front of those windows. I don't want nobody to see me in here. But why not? Because it ain't healthy to do some things in public. Oh. Oh, I see. Oh, you mean there are certain people you don't want to know you've been talking to me? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it. Sure. All right. We'll go on the back then. Come on, see. Come on. Okay, well. Oh, I certainly don't want you to get into any kind of trouble for doing me a favor. Yeah. I kind of hoped you'd see it that way. Yeah. Is this place all right? Yeah. Yeah, I guess this is for an effect. All right. Are you prepared now to tell me the name of the man who beat my friend so close? Sure. Sure, I'll tell you the name of the man who slugged Morris Zelinsky. You stupid fool, it was me. You, you. Yeah, me, and this is how I kill. Besides this, you can have this pipe for a keepsake, too. of your pal. <laughs> yeah. Now, my friend said that a friend will have a look in that cat of yours. Ought will be as much there as there was not old man's lynchie's anyhow. What's well, so, that? this is all right. Business must have been booming for you, sucker. <laughs> you know something? I'm getting to like this racket better and better all the time. I'm, I'm This uh, is just what I've been afraid of. I knew that if we didn't catch that sudden a hurry, it's like again. Who's on this Bloomfield case? Knows American, aren't they? Yes, sir. I'm expecting him to report back here at headquarters most any minute now. Well, uh, let's hope they've found something worth reporting. I talked to Nose over the telephone a little while ago, Chief, and he says there's no question but that Bloomfield was slugged by the same man who attacked Morris and Lynch. Well, I'm naturally inclined to accept that view myself, on General principles. But has he got any tangible evidence to prove it to Both Bloomfield and Zelensky were slugged in identically the same manner Each was lowered to the back of his store and then struck over the head with a section of gas pipe, wrapped in a newspaper. In both cases, the pipe and the newspaper were left behind, and the money was taken out of the cash store. Well, those may be right, of course, but I wish he'd get back here. We've got to get action on this thing before the situation gets away from us. This has put two victims in the hospital already. And within a single day, of each other, One may never regain his reason, and the other one's possibly dying. Well, Bloomfield's dead, sir. So we huh. just received words. Then it is much. Yes. I tell you, Captain, but Oh, here in old Merrick's now. I was wondering when you boys were going to get back here. Yes. Have you turned up anything new on that Bloomfield slugging? He's dead, you know. Yes, sir. They told us when we came by the death. Well, I think we have definite proof that these two attacks were carried out by the same men, Chief. Oh, isn't that piece of pipe lying there the same one that you used to slug Zelinski? That's right, Erickson. Yeah, here's the one we picked up in Bloomfield's place. I'm going to put them side by side on the desk here. Ah, you see, sir? See, what? What are you driving at? Both of these pipes are the same size, both approximately the same length, and they're both rusted to the same degree. So what? Well, that indicates to me that these pipes came from the same source. Further proof of my theory that both jobs were pulled by the same man. Well, we're all inclined to believe that anyway. But what does it get us? What have we got that a clue that will enable us to find the man who pulled these two jobs? No, you got that newspaper that was wrapped around the piece of pipe that's on Bloomfield store. Yeah, right here. I'll enroll it. There you are. Here's our second clue, Captain. You see this ring on the front sheet? Yes. Yeah. Someone set a wet glass down on this paper, and the mark at left indicates that the glass was of the sort used by saloons for serving whiskey. Well, I'll grant you that. But as a clue, it's too vague for any value. Now, oh, wait a minute, sir. Let me show you the back of this paper. Here, I'll unfold it and turn it over. Now, you'll notice that the back of this paper has been moistened at some time or other. The paper's been stained and lost smoothness. And there's still a noticeable odor remaining. Yeah, yes, I, I get it. Mm hmm. Someone spread this paper out on a moist surface while reading it. And that odor and that glass ring on the front sheet means that the wet surface was the top of a saloon bar. A saloon, eh? Yeah. But you won't get any place searching through a flock of saloons for a man who sold two pieces of gas ice from the same junk heap. Oh, that isn't the idea, Captain. I'm going to search the saloon for a man who had a, or still has a certain watch in his position. A watch? That's right. Robert Bloomfield had the habit of keeping his watch in the drawer of his cash register while he was in the store. Now that watch was taken when the cash register was rifled by the slugger. And I have a full description of the watch and the number of the movement. Oh, I see. Then you have really got something to go on after all, <laughs> I think we have. And the newspaper clue merely narrows down my search for the watch to saloons in the vicinity where the two crimes were committed. Good work, boys. Just the knowledge that we've any sort of a lead at all is a big relief to me. Uh, to all of us, I guess. <laughs> well, let's get going, Nose. The right. sooner we find that watch, the sooner we'll have a prisoner.
1: Hey!
0: Hey, how are you, Fort Kennedy? Oh, hello, fella. You get over your hangover all right? Mm, boy, not yet. I went overboard again last night. Yeah, I know. You were in here for a little while. Was I? Hey, so good to parking, remember? Don't you remember coming in around midnight? You had some friend with you. Midnight? No, I'm afraid I don't. The two of you sat up there at the end of the bar. Really? I was working one of the night bartenders. shift. this point, see? You had a couple of drinks incidentally, you and your friend, and then wandered off without paying for them. Oh, it did, huh? Well, a got sure does some screwy things when he's stressed. I'll fix it up with you before I leave. No, hurry. Say, come here will you? Well, how'd you like to buy a good watch, cheap? i got a watch. Yeah, but take a good look at this one. Ain't it a honey? And I'll make you a swell bargain on it, too. It's a nice-looking watch, all right, but I wouldn't have any use for it. Gosh, I'm pretty near busted. All right, listen, I'll show you what kind of a guy I am. Watches and money don't mean nothing to me. There's always plenty more where he's come from, see? So, look, here's what I'll do. I owe you for four drinks, right? Right. All right, I'll put the watch down on the bar like this, see? And right here beside it, I'll put the money for the four drinks. Now, here's the kind of a sport I am. Take your choice. Whichever it is, we'll call it sweat. You mean either the watch or the money? Sure, sure, that's right. And there ain't no catch to it. All right. In that case, I'll take the watch. (laughs) Okay, fellow, okay, that suits me fine. Uh, Slip me a shot of rye, will you? Sure will. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Thanks. <coughs> you see in the papers where that uh, that slugger knocked out another man? the hmm? time the guy died. Nah, I never read the papers much. Hey, look, fella. Yeah? I noticed there are a lot of strangers in this part of town tonight, and something tells me that they're dicks. Your named it. Yeah, the dick is all right. They're out on every pawn shop and second-hand store in the north end. Oh, Yeah. You know, I bet the slugger would like to know that, don't you think? Well, if he knew it, he'd lay off that gas pipe racket. Why? Well, oh, it wouldn't be he held it a tonight night for any man to walk into a pawn shop or second-hand store with a newspaper rolled up his hand. Yeah, I suppose he'd change his racket, all right. had that picking on some other kind of storage. Yeah, I think it would be healthier for the slugger to change his business for a while. Hello, Mr. Jim. Huh? Oh, hello, Wong. Hello. Look, I'll bring you about your shoes, see. All oh, fix you up very nice, you see? Yeah, they look fine, Wong. So, look, that uh, tear that under the coat, please. Oh, yes, yeah, Tear all sewed up very neat. Nice. Yeah, also, make a clean, plastic suit. you like it? Oh, it looks okay from here. And, of across the bar to will you, Wong? No, no, all right. Here, you take it. Hey, you did do a nice job. How much, do owe yeah? Uh, how much, oh? Yeah. How much is that? Yeah, 30 cents, 30 cents. Uh, well, that's cheap enough, to work like this. <laughs> Here you are, Wong. Sure, yeah. Well, I thank you, Mr. Jim. You'll catch me more too, Caddy. Clean Wong, do very fine. Okay, Wong, I'll remember that. Good night. you yeah. Oh. Good night, Mr. Jim. Check Taylor, huh? I thought they were old laundry men or cooks. This is a new one on me. I know. Wong's a pretty good tailor. got okay. a lot of customers around here. Oh, probably makes quite a bit of oh, dough, huh? I would be surprised. The little shop over Second to Nankini looks pretty prosperous. Second the Nankini, eh? Just a block away, and a guy told me once the chinks don't keep there doing things. What'd you say? Huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> Just thinking out loud, I guess. A bad habit, what you think? Yeah. Another uh, drink? Huh? No. No, not right now. I got a couple of things I got to do. Well, oh, say, uh... Huh? You through with that newspaper? I'd like to read what it has to say about the slugger, if you are. You buy one of your own sometime. Sure, take it. <laughs> well, I'll buy one sometime. And I'll just pull it up and slip it in my pocket. I'm not taking any chances of the detective picking you up for the sluggers. What? Them dumb cops? <laughs> Don't make me laugh. Well, yeah? I'll be seeing you. Yeah. Good night, Fellow. Good night. Thanks, Taylor, huh? What do you know about that? And I'm in a block too. <laughs> hey, look where you're going, will you? Hey, what's the matter. come along. Uh, Sorry, old fellow. Oh. Uh, well, that's all right. Hello, Jim. Oh, hello, How's three? Uh, Pretty good. Now, uh, you want a little customary poison? No, thanks, Jim. No's not working tonight. Oh. Hey, who was that hard-looking gorilla that just went up? I don't know who he is. He's been dropping in here pretty regular for the last few days. I admit he looks kind of tough, but he acts okay. What you do for a living, you know? No, I haven't the faintest idea, but he's got plenty of money. <laughs> Watches, too, I guess. Watches? What do you mean? Well, he just watch here. He laid that on the bar alongside of the price of four drinks that he owed me and told me to take my choice. It's uh, just a watch now, Billy. Beauty, isn't it? Let me see that watch. All right. I'll take it. By George Erickson, it matches the description to a T. I'll open it back and we'll make sure. What's it all about? Uh, 14, 3, 56, 7, 8, 1. That's it. That's our watch, Erickson. That fellow we bumped into gave you this watch, did he, Jim? Yeah. You know where he was bound for when he left here? I hadn't the faintest idea. He said he had a couple of things to do. Huh? What were you two talking about just before you went out? Uh, oh, I don't know. We talked about the slugger that's been operating around this neighborhood. That's about all. What did this bird have to say about the slugger? Well, I don't remember very clearly. Seems to me he said something about uh, the slugger changing in his line of business, seeing as how you detectives were watching all the pawn shops, at the secondhand stores. So it's probably a smart thing for him to do. He's uh, anything it. else? Any mention of any other line of business? No, nothing I can hear. I know, Women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we're talking about the, uh, the Wong, that that Chinese of over second and Nineties. Uh, the fellow suggested the Wong might be making a lot of money Then, Good Lord, Lord, come on, those. There's yeah. still a bad chance that we can keep a Chinese sailor on the moor. <laughs> All right, all right, cut the serenade Bring and come on over here. Oh, oh, good evening. You're a tailor, ain't you? Yeah, yeah, tailor. You, you're liking me making a nice suit for you? Huh? Or maybe so, fixed up not very good suit you wear. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. That's just what I need, a new suit. Oh. Huh. Uh, let me see some of that cloth you got in those shelves back there. Yeah, yeah, you, you come looking, see? I catch a very fine pattern, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, you, you, you look, this. Oh. Lucky, this one? Huh? Very sporty. Uh But it's all you like, this one better. No, no, no stripes for mine. Two years of that was enough. Uh, let me see that other bundle there. Oh, or this one? No, 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 that other one. Just turn your back up Yeah, 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 that's it, that's it. Oh, yeah, I see you now, yeah. and right, I'll give you off the chance. Yeah, this is what you'll get, you... die. <laughs> Hey, well, 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 you hit him the I'll show you. You yell I'll you. I'll show you, bloody hell! You, you, you're hitting me with your pipe. Oh yeah. Well, I'll show you some real no, fancy fixing. The him. won't do you no good. Leave no, no, that hard for yeah. yours yeah. with us. My feet. My My hands. My hands. My My hands. My 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 I'm a, I'm Why, sir? Why, Chuck? You think it's oh, smart tablet? Well, you've you got nothing you can pin on me, sir. Yeah, hey, if you think we haven't judged crazy, oh, yeah. we've got enough on you to put six men in prison. What? Oh, yeah. And that's not counting the murder charge. No, yeah, yeah. there, no, no, That's my please. i got idea. What is it? No, no. You, you let him go back in the room with Wong all along. No more pipes. Wong, Wong, let it? Wong, is a chimp played China style. Yeah, that sounds like a swell idea, yeah. Wong. Wait a minute. You can't do that to me. Like I'm an American a... citizen, see? I got my rights, and I'm going to protect them, too. Yeah, I wish no, I no. could let you do it, Wong. Nothing would be bad enough for this yellow rat. Uh, I I fix him good. See, before he gave me where his plied. I fix him good, All he said, a China. The more I think of the idea, the better I like it, Wong. No, but my name's not... You better willing. hurry up and call the wagon, no, before I yield the temptation. I got... No, 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 no. Just a moment, we shall hear the concluding facts in our story. For the last six years, Rio Grande Crafts gasoline has been tested and proved by the exacting drivers of police cars, fire engines, ambulances, and emergency equipment in the cities and counties of California. These men who know have found it to fulfill all their demanding requirements. Let's drive into a red and white Rio Grande Station tomorrow and give this new liquid dynamite an honest trial. Jack Carver, alias Gap pipe Jack, was brought to trial and speedily convicted. He was sentenced to spend the remainder of his life in contemplation of the fact that a life of crime is a losing proposition. On all cars, attention all cars. the translation broadcast 299, the Guardian Murder. The specialist case is now in custody. That's all. Rolls and Reggnancy, bidding you good night for Rio Grande. Next week at this time, Rio Grande will present the case of the Tenth Commandment. This is the Columbia Broadcasting System. X, Columbia Square, Los Angeles. Twenty-three seconds until nine thirty PM B U L O V A Boulevard Watch Time.